0: It's halftime for the Bulldogs, so let's launch the Printing, Shipping, and Signs Halftime Show. Now back to the Press Box with Andy Martins and Don Herman on the Bulldogs Radio Network.
1: Welcome back as we find ourselves at halftime with a carny 25-18 to 18 lead, which does happen to be 7 points, if my math is correct. Thank you, Troy. And, uh... Bulldogs, it was a pretty frenetic pace to keep the game uh, at the pace they wanted, but uh, they came out on top. And uh, a couple of things we got here at the, after the first half. Brennan Watkins leads the Bulldogs in scoring with 11. Ryan O'Connor came off the bench and gave the Bulldogs a great spark. He's got seven. However, he has two fouls right now. Aaron Hoffman had his first bucket of the season in, uh, not the first bucket of the season, but his first bucket in several games. Jordan Carr with two points. And Decker Hansen with three points. And uh, so far, I think 50-50 balls reacting quicker on your help side defense and continuing to find the hot hand are the keys for the Bulldogs if they uh, want to stretch this lead and take this game uh, home with a win. I couldn't agree more. And it's about
2: staying in attack mode. And they're doing a great job, Carney is, of getting the ball, driving the ball hard, and then making those passes and, and reacting once they get to the paint. They're either going up if it's there, or they're kicking it out for good looks. Some of those haven't 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 fallen. However, you look at the scoreboard, we've held Blue Springs to 18 points, and you got to be happy with that effort on the defensive end. They have cleaned up a lot of it, but it's just a matter of cleaning up those easy buckets because I'm imagining right now Coach Jones at Blue Springs is uh, in the locker room right now talking about getting the ball
1: inside more. Absolutely. And uh, we did discuss earlier off air that uh, this Blue Springs team, plays a lot of players and a lot of underclassmen. And so they're probably a little more inexperienced than the coach would like. And uh, Carney has some some pretty good experience on their end. So as long as we can continue to play smart defense, go after the uh, 50-50 balls with just as much energy as Blue Springs, uh, I think this is going to be uh, a good second half for the Bulldogs.
2: Yeah, you got to like the way the first half went, and now the key is just uh, convincing them that we got to just – keep grinding and keep doing the things that that got you to this point because you know no way is this game out of reach by any means it's only a seven point game um so we just got to keep doing the little things and um, keep keep the pressure on them
1: probably something to look for in the second half is blue springs trying to to use more uh entry passes into the post and pressure our bigs because uh we don't want to see aaron hoffman draw his third foul early in the third quarter and uh if we uh, have to go small, they're going to hurt us on the uh, on the inside, and uh, we can't really compete with that. We're going to have to have we're going to have to shoot the ball a lot better from the perimeter if if that happens. Yeah, we knock down. We're going to have to knock down a few more shots
2: if they're able to get some easy buckets. So maybe some of those inside-out threes we talked about will fall in the second half. But at any rate, we're just going to have to keep guarding them, and um, and and it, when Blue Springs goes to pressure. All they were doing in that first half when they pressured in the full court was a run and jump press. And it did hurt us a couple times. However, they backed off on it once we went down and, and beat it and got an easy look. That's going to be a key. If they do start to extend that pressure, how we react to that, I could see the coaches standing up imploring the kids to come back to the basketball. That's the way to beat the run and jump get the ball to the middle, now you've got two guys behind you and you should have favorable numbers. If And, again, once again, you've got to stay in attack mode, in the half court, in the full court, just keep attacking.
1: All right, we'll see if the Bulldogs can uh, can take care of business here in the second half as both teams are back out on the court for uh, second-half warm-ups. And uh, we'll take a break and come back with second-half action. You're listening to the Bulldog Radio Network on 102.7 FM KPGZ. Folks,
0: Jim Dickerson with Prime Business Group. I've asked this before, and now I'll ask it again. Do you have problems sleeping at night because you don't know where you're going to get your marketing materials or promotional items? I don't have that problem because I use printing, shipping, and signs. If I need anything from business cards to banners to signs, anything I need, promotional items, I just give them a call, and they take care of the rest for me. I don't even have to worry about shipping because they ship via UPS, FedEx, and the United States Postal Service. If you need anything in the marketing arena or anything to do with banners, signs, or printing services, you can give printing, shipping, and signs a call at 816-532-5010 and get your business noticed.
3: Hi, this is Brian Watts with 102.7 FM, and I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you to our sponsors. When I took over as GM at the end of 2017, we had about 12 businesses sponsoring the radio station. In 2018, we had 49 sponsors. 49 businesses in Kearney, Smithville, Holt, Liberty, and Excelsior Springs have grown this radio station into an active, integral, and highly regarded part of the community. And I want to say thank you very much for the support you've given us. If you would like to learn more about how you can get your business message on the air or ways you can expand your marketing strategy with our banner ads and coupons, you can give me a call at 816-826-1111 or send me an email at brian.watts at 1027fm.rocks, and I would love to help you get your message out to the people of our community. Once again, thank you very much to all of our sponsors for your support. We couldn't have done it without you.
4: 102.7 KPGZ in Kearney, Missouri, your hometown radio station.
1: We are back in Kearney as we start the second half the Blue Springs Wildcats will be moving uh, left to right as we view the court. Here's a wide open three ball here by number 35 Eli Wingert with a defensive rebound to Aaron Hoffman. Bulldogs will get the possession leading 25-18 with 7.42 left to go as this third quarter gets started. Eli Ursek on top over to the left side Brennan Watkins dribble drive on the baseline skip pass to Brennan Carr into Aaron Hoffman up and off rim, rebound, Blue Springs. Almost in there for Aaron Hoffman. It was good offensive possession. Got a good look. Here's Blue Springs with the ball. A drive by number 35, Eli Winger, and cut off by Aaron Hoffman. Yeah. And, unfortunately, a drive by Xavier Lloyd down on the left block, fouled by Eli Ursic and the hoop and the harm for Xavier Lloyd
2: was a lack of communication on Kearney's end defensively they passed to him and he was about seven feet away from the rim and was able to just take one hard dribble and finish we were late getting there because nobody was guarding him.
1: I think one of the Achilles heels of this uh, this Kearney team is uh, we have a tendency to come out a little flat at the beginning of the uh, second half and I know coach Stegman wants to try and avoid that as much as possible leading now 25 to 20 after uh, the free throw goes down. For the three-point play for Xavier Lloyd. Bulldogs with the ball moving right to left. Brennan Watkins with a cut and There's a dri- an drive off the left block. Brennan Watkins with two more. The assist from uh, Jordan Carr. Yeah, that was a pass to the wing, a simple old
2: John Wooden UCLA cut. Just a high screen led him to the rim, and, and Blue Springs failed to
1: guard it. Brennan Watkins now with 13. Here's a block by Eli Ersick on number 10. Cooper Willich, that was a clean block. Great defense there by Eli. Hey, Andy, the rotation was there that time. That's the difference. Good. I think Coach Stegman's happy with that. Here's an entrance pass and a three in the right corner by Kyle Bruce that falls for Blue Springs. Cuts the lead to three. Bulldogs 27, Wildcats 24. It was a challenge three. They're going to hit those. So far, Blue Springs with a 6-2 lead here in the second half. Here's a corner three by Decker Hanson. Offensive rebound by Jordan Carr. Going over his right shoulder, off glass, misses Decker Carr with a deflection out to Brennan Watkins. Who gets it back out to Aaron Hoffman? They're going to reset the offense. Now here's a skip pass into Decker Jordan Carr from Brennan Watkins. And Jordan Carr scores off glass. That's four for Carr.
2: Second chance opportunity there. Brennan Watkins with a nice diagonal pass.
1: Little lapse of defense there. Blue Springs kind of got caught looking for offense there when they should have been playing defense. Right. Blue Springs with the ball. Number 23 out top, Javon McKenney Here's uh, Cooper Willich with the drive. Gives off. Back to Cooper Willich in the corner. Pump fake drive. No look past it. Number 23, Javon McKenney who scores and is fouled. Pump fake got Decker Hansen up and uh, in the air, and Decker fouled him.
2: Yeah, I mean, it was a poor closeout. When you, when you go out to close out on, on a player, uh, you got to chop your feet, and he lunged at the player, and, and a good offensive player is going to go right around you, and that's, that's exactly what happened there.
1: See that foul is going to be on Jordan Carr, his second foul. Thought Decker Hansen was in there. Javon McKenney dribbles twice, shoots a pure free throw. Here comes pressure. Full court pressure by Blue Springs. 29 27 Carney. Pressure's broken. Eli Ersick uh, on the right side with a pass from Decker Hansen. Over to the left corner. Brenna Watkins is going to dribble it out top and reset the offense. Here's Eli Ursic on the right wing. Gets a pick from Aaron Hoffman. Was open. A deflection by Eli Wingert, but Carney uh, retains possession. Jordan Carr out top trying to dribble right. Pressured, Fight ball pressure. on the floor, 50-50 ball. Blue Springs comes up with it. Blue Springs is going to take the ball. Xavier Lloyd out top for the Wildcats. Crossover dribble on Jordan Carr and a kind of a Euro step. No foul called, but uh, he makes the, bat- makes the basket to tie the game at 29. And we're going to get a full timeout, I think, here from Coach Stegman. Yep. Two things there, Andy. We fought
2: pressure on the offensive end. It led to a turnover, and then we allowed them a drive right down the middle of the paint
1: two things we weren't doing in the first half prime business group understands the challenges facing businesses in today's fast pace and competitive climate businesses who work with prime business group have a partner that can provide all of the tools and training to grow expand and achieve the vision you have for your business more information about prime business group can be found on their website at primebusinesskc.com Marketing plays a huge role in the success of your business. If you can't get your message out to prospective customers, your business is not likely to grow and succeed. 102.7 FM, Kearney's community radio station, can help you get your message across with our marketing tools. We not only use airtime to help you, but we utilize the power of networking with our website banners and coupons. It's a value-added tool you'll want to put in your pocket. For more information, you can call Brian at the station at 816 826 1-1-1-1, or check out the website at www.1027fm.rocks. And Troy, coming out of this timeout, the Bulldogs need to stem this tide as Blue Springs has tied this game up. And I don't think Blue Springs can, uh, can press the whole second half, but uh, they've got to find a way to break it and get some open looks and knock down some shots. So far, the Bulldogs have had a couple of good looks but have only made one field goal here in the second half.
2: Yeah, we got to handle the pressure here. And, again, that was just some token pressure. They just fought, you know, showed it and then got right
1: back into the half-court man-to-man defense. Carney with the ball, moving right to left. Ryan O'Connor with the ball in the left wing. Passes up to Brennan Watkins out top. Brennan with a nice crossover dribble. Into the, into the lane move. and shoots and scores. That's two more for Brennan Watkins as he's got 15 on the night now. Bulldogs with a two-point lead. Here's a drive. Cut off by Eli Ersick. Ball's moved around to Javon McKinney. Over to the right side to Cooper Willich. Cooper Willich drives right. Brennan Watkins attempted to take the charge. He didn't get the help side defense there good enough, and Cooper Willich scores to tie the game at 31. Yeah, when you come over, rotate to help, you've got to get both feet outside
2: the paint. He was inside the paint still, and that was too easy of a look for the for the Wildcats. 4.13 to go,
1: third quarter. Blue Springs trying to pressure the ball. Carney on their offense. Decker, Hanson drives right. Baseline gives off to... Brennan Watkins, who drives, shoots, and he's going to be fouled. Blocking foul on number 10, Cooper Willich. That was a nice drive there by Brennan. He uh, avoided the contact enough to avoid the charge call, and he's going to be shooting two free throws.
2: Exactly right, Andy. What I was going to say, he did a great job of not hitting him head on. He got to the side. The kid had to angle his body a little bit. That's definitely a block call. It was a good call
1: by official Ryan Clemens. Brennan Watkins at the free throw line. Three dribbles shoots pure swish. one more for brennan watkins gives the bulldogs a one-point lead here with four minutes left to go in the third quarter crowd is hushed second free throw up and another pure swish for brennan watkins that's 17 on the night for brennan watkins over his season high here's a little one-two-one pressure from carney Got to make sure they can get back on defense. Oh, that looked like a travel to me. Blue Springs with the ball on top. Kyle Bruce gives up to Javon McKenney on the right block. McKenney being guarded by Decker Hansen. Around the left side, back to Bruce, being guarded by O'Connor. Out top, now over to the... Eli. Here's a steal. Bad dribble by 35. Brennan Watkins with a fast break. Layup, misses. O'Connor's there with the offensive rebound. Fights for the ball. But, unfortunately, Eli Winger comes back with that rebound. Blue Springs with the ball. Here's a drive and a dish to number 24, Javon McKenney. Good misses, rebound. Misses all rim and Decker Hansen there with the defensive rebound. 33-31 Bulldogs with 3.10 left to go here in the third quarter. Bulldogs on offense. Eli Ersick, left wing, gives up. There's the Brent double Watkins team. Watkins is going to be doubled, but. Moves out of it. Here's an open look for three from the left wing by Decker Hansen. And number 24, Javon, or excuse me, Najee Williams got underneath Decker as he was landing on the ground, and he was fouled on a three-point play. Decker Hansen going to get three free throws. Yeah, second
2: time Hansen was fouled on a three. Remember, he hit the one in the first half and had the and one opportunity. Now he gets three free throws. Again, these officials are going to protect the shooter.
1: Well, that could have been ugly for for Decker. He uh, could have rolled an ankle pretty easily there. Decker makes the first three-point lead for the Bulldogs, 34-31. It's four points on the night for Decker Hansen. Maybe these free throws will get him going. Second free throw bounces front iron off back bridge and down for Decker. That's five. Decker with his third free throw here because he was fouled shooting a three-point shot. Third free throw is up and good. Decker Hansen converts on all three of those free throws. That's a costly foul for Blue Springs. Bulldogs still running the
2: 1-2-2, two, two, three-quarter court press. It's broken.
1: Here's a drive by Xavier Lloyd on the left side being guarded by Ryan O'Connor, and O'Connor not able to keep with him. Xavier Lloyd scores off glass. 36-33 Bulldogs. Bulldogs now back on offense. Ryan O'Connor out top. Slip screen from Brennan Watkins. Over to Decker Hansen for about a 20-foot three-pointer off short rim. Brennan Watkins fought for the rebound, but uh, number 23, Javon McKinney, came down with that rebound. Here's a drive. Off glass. Misses. Offensive rebound by Blue Springs. Ball fought for. Aaron Hoffman fighting hard for the rebound. He's got it, and he's fouled. Nice job by Aaron Hoffman to fight for that defensive rebound. Whole bench is up clapping for him.
2: Yeah, that's just toughness right there. Aaron Hoffman once again. Doing the little things, getting the rebound, being strong with the basketball. They had two guys digging on him. Didn't call anything for the first few seconds of that, but eventually Hoffman just stayed strong with it and got the call.
1: Eli Winger with the foul there on Blue Springs. He'll be uh, replaced by he's Izogu. I think I said it the same way twice. Bulldogs with the basketball. Brennan Watkins crossed the timeline between the circles. Pick from Decker Hansen. Gives off to Ryan O'Connor on the right wing. Ashton Holloway in the game now, replaced Aaron Hoffman. Here's Brennan Watkins with a drive left. Good dish pass. off to Ashton Holloway, off glass, and good. Great dish by Brennan Watkins to Ashton Holloway. Right place, right time. That's, great a great, job. Oh, he walked. That's a great one-two combo there. Kyle Bruce drives, cut off, out for a three, which is swished by number 23, Javon McKenney. Not bad defense there, but... Uh, they're going to they're gonna try and pack the lane here, the Bulldogs are on defense, so they got to get back out to the shooters. 38-36, wide open look from the top of the key for Brennan Watkins, misses back iron, rebound uh, Javon McKinney for Blue Springs. Blue Springs is going to get the ball back. Bulldogs talking on defense, trying to communicate picks and switches. Ryan O'Connor guarding out top. Here's an open three for Kyle Bruce on the right corner. Got to block out. Probably an over the back there on number 22. But he misses the putback. Gets gets another rebound. Misses again. This is his third chance for number 22. Ikena Izogu, he missed all the shots. And we're going to have a foul here. Not sure if it was on the shot or not. But Ryan O'Connor went down hard. They're fighting so hard, Troy, to get these defensive rebounds against guys that are three and four and five inches taller than them they're working so hard and
2: that's why the emphasis has to be on the blockout. you have to get a body on them these officials are good they're not going to call it just because the other guys taller are going harder at it you have to get a body on them and unfortunately for the bulldogs we did not do that on that possession they got three three
1: chances to score that was ikena izogu making his first free throw Trims the bulldog lead to one with 54 seconds left in the third quarter. 38-37 Bulldogs. Here's Ikenna to tie this game up in the third quarter with his second free throw. Pure swish. Tied at 38 here with 54 point seconds left. I hope the Bulldogs will want to use this full clock with this last possession here.
2: Yeah, we got burned on that once. Let's see what we do here this possession.
1: Brennan Watkins out top. Passes the timeline. Gives off to Jordan Carr.
2: Got to value the ball, be strong.
1: Decker Hansen's got to get going here in the second half. He's had a couple open looks.
2: I thought that, like you said, those free throws would
1: maybe get him going. He had a three after that, didn't fall, but he's just got to keep shooting. That's what shooters do. Eli Ersik with the ball gives off to Brennan Watkins, right side, being guarded closely by Kyle Bruce. Back to Decker Hansen being guarded by Prince Griffith. Griffin. Griffin. 14 seconds left to go in the third quarter. Brennan Watkins out top with the ball. They're going to start their play here. Ashton Holloway comes out for a pick. Brennan Watkins drives left, shoots off glass. Ashton Holloway with the rebound. Ah. The putback misses. Brennan Watkins with the shot. And he traveled with the ball with about .3 seconds left to go in the third quarter. Bulldogs unable to get the shot there to fall. So we're going to go to the fourth quarter here. Tied at 38. we got a good one going here, Troy. We'll be back on the Bulldog Radio Network. We all have plans and dreams. That's where community banks come in. They give little guys like you and me the chance to make our dreams come true.
2: Dreams like the perfect home in a nice neighborhood.
4: A -a once-in-a-lifetime vacation.
2: College for my kids.
1: A comfortable retirement. You work hard to make your money and to make it into even more money. We understand. We're First Missouri Bank, and we are your local community bank. We listen, solve problems, and take the time to help you find ways to make the most of your money. We're passionate about helping people create a brighter financial future. First Missouri Bank, Kearney, Brookfield, North Kansas City, Eagleville, and now in Miley. Member FDIC. They'll strap in Bulldog fans. We are tied at 38 with eight minutes left to go in this game. Bulldogs of Kearney versus the Wildcats of Blue Springs. You're five on the floor for Carney, Decker Hansen, Brennan Watkins, Jordan Carr, Aaron Hoffman, and Eli Ersik. Bulldogs will get the ball, first possession in the fourth quarter. Here's a double team. Jordan Carr tried to throw over the double team, had it deflected, but got his own rebound. Drives left, dishes off to Brennan Watkins, who's going to pump fake, drive right, one-hander. Tough shot. Teardrop shot, misses back iron. Fast break opportunity for Blue Springs South, number 24, Najee Williams misses the dunk, hangs on the rim. No technical call. He didn't hang on it for that long. It was more of a player safety issue. Right. The Bulldogs get the rebound. Lucky that we did not lose, uh, lose a basket there on a transition basket for Blue Springs. Oh, they did a good job
2: building this, Jim. We're good.
1: Aaron Hoffman out top. Blue Springs pressuring every pass here. Decker Hansen with a drive left. Dish nice pass. To Eli Ursik. Eli Ursik short arms the ball off short, short iron. Had an easy look and missed the bunny. Well said, uh, Andy. He definitely short armed that. He went up looking for contact and there was just nothing there. 38 all. Seven minutes left to go in the fourth quarter. A minute gone. <laughs> Kyle Bruce being guarded out top by Eli Ers- or Excuse me, Brennan Watkins. Decker Hansen now being guarded. Jordan Carr with a drive against Najee Williams. Jordan did everything he could there trying to get in position, but Najee scored as he drove left into the lane. Got a little too deep there once again, a little too deep in the paint, was able to lay it in. Here's a crossover by Brennan Watkins, a scoop shot up and missed. Aaron Hoffman again fighting for the rebound. Alternate possession is going to go to Blue Springs. Aaron Hoffman there, almost there with the offensive rebound, fighting with uh, number 23, Javon McKenney. Blue Springs is going to get the ball. Yeah, Brennan did a nice job penetrating as
2: he has all game. That shot just came up a little short, tied up. We'll get the next jump ball. I got a feeling that won't be the last one of this quarter. Nope. A little bit of fatigue setting in. Guys need to
1: stay strong.
2: Yeah, that's a big defensive possession here. Tyler
1: need. Tyler Funk up on the bench clapping, imploring his Bulldogs to get down in defense, talk, and communicate so they can play some good defense Big on possession, this possession
2: here. Big possession.
1: Xavier Lloyd right side. Being guarded by Decker Hansen. Nice out job top, on the help side. I top to Cooper Willich. Here's a steal. Ball knocked away by Brennan Watkins, but Blue Springs got it back. Ball fell into Cooper Willich's hands there. Willich being guarded by O'Connor. We're going to have a foul down low on uh, Aaron Hoffman. It looks like trying to body up on goes Yeah, I'll let you
2: say his name. But Hoffman and um, 22, they are just battling down on the block. That was a very physical exchange there. Hoffman got called.
1: It's only Aaron's second foul. I had him with two fouls earlier. And now here's an entry pass deep inside the left block to uh, Najee, or excuse me, Ikena uh, who scores off glass. Wildcats 42, Bulldogs 38. Wildcats with a four point lead here. Decker Hansen out top, takes the three. Here's a wide open look for Brennan Watkins in the corner. There's going to be a foul on the floor. I think uh, Coach Stegman wanted to let that play go because you looked like uh, Brennan Watkins was going to make that three. He but, got a uh, good
2: look, but I tell you, Ryan O'Connor set a great screen there and absolutely got truck sticked. I he, mean, got he got blasted. ran over.
1: <laughs> Bulldogs ball inbounds on the baseline. Decker Hansen to throw into Brennan Watkins. Here's a. It's good look inside. Now pass we got into Ryan O'Connor. Back out to Brennan Watkins, who gives off to Decker Hansen on the left side. Blue Springs playing good defense so far. Mismatch down low. We've got uh, Cooper Willich guarding Aaron Hoffman. They got the switch back. Eli Ersek over on the right side. Over to Ryan O'Connor, top of the key. Brennan Watkins wants to drive. Shot off back glass. Missed. Rebound by Ikena Igozu. Blue Springs with the ball. Watkins
2: got a good look there. He hit those in the first half. The last two haven't, haven't fallen for him, but... He's just gotta keep shooting that, keep being aggressive and
1: Kyle Bruce with the drive in the middle of the lane. Dish to Gozu. Misses, gets his own rebound. Gonna be fouled by Ryan O'Connor going up for his uh going up for the shot there. Number twenty two, Ikenna Izogu is gonna sh-
2: on the floor. Yeah, no free throw. Taking it underneath here. There's Still a that- Go ahead. I was to say, one of the toughest things to do is to get kids to box out when somebody misses a short shot like that. The tendency is just to turn and look. It, you know, The only rebound they're going to get is the one that comes out of the net. They just got to keep on those short shots, just block them out like it's going to be a miss every time, and then you have rebounding position.
1: Coach Stegman calls a 30-second timeout, wants to go over once again. The fourth quarter points that he needs to stress to his team. This team so far has worked so hard for three-and-a-half quarters, sometimes three-and-three-quarter quarters, before they just kind of run out of steam because they've had to guard so many bigger and more athletic players. And Blue Springs is starting to inflict their will down on the low block with some of their bigger, more athletic guys.
2: Yeah, we're going to have to find a way to stop that, and we're going to have to find a way to get a bucket on the other end because we're in a bit of a
1: scoring drought right now in the fourth quarter. We just got to get one to fall. Blue Springs with the baseline inbounds. To Kyle Bruce over on the left side. Here's Najee Williams with the drive. Right hand off glass. Misses Brennan Watkins with the rebound. Just a little too strong on that shot by Najee Williams. Great block out by Aaron Hoffman. Bulldogs dribble weave around the top. Here's a three by Watkins from the left wing. There we go. Swish. That's a three by Brennan Watkins. 41-42 Blue Springs. 4.36 4.36 left to go, a one-point game here in Kearney. Much
2: need basket there, Andy. That's exactly what the Bulldogs needed. Now let's get one more stop and see if we can't get this lead back.
1: Blue Springs with the ball. Cooper Willis drives out top, being guarded by Ryan O'Connor. Let's see if Blue Springs gets a little complacent here. Uh, maybe he wants to waste too much time with a possession. Yeah, a one-point game with four minutes to go. I don't, this still isn't need, the time to stall. Still need to pressure. Here's Xavier Lloyd out top, gives off to Kyle Bruce. There's a pick and roll. Here's uh, Njoku into the lane. Misses no off glass, and he's going to be fouled going up. He got his own rebound and pushes Decker Hansen, who both had a hand on the ball. Once again, Andy,
2: I, I'm rarely am I right, but on that, I, I hope you saw what I was talking about, the, the fact that they missed a short shot and everybody stood and watched, and he got his own rebound. We just quit playing the possession before. We didn't
1: do that. Aaron Hoffman blocked out. This time, no. Izogu with the first free throw. Misses off the bridge. One point game here. 4 one left to go. Izogu with his second free throw upcoming. Official gives him the signal. There's one shot remaining. Dribbles three times, four times. Shouts, shoots with the right hand and a pure swish. 43-41 Blue Springs. Ryan O'Connor now bringing up the ball. Bulldogs on offense here. Gives off to Watkins. Dribbles around the top. He's going to try and slip the screen. He's going to be fouled on the floor by Cooper Willich, who bodied him up just a little bit too much on that drive. 15 foul on Blue Springs. Carney will inbounds on the sideline. Eli Ersik to throw into Watkins. 3.47 left to go. Here's a nice behind-the-back dribble by Brennan Watkins. Teardrop shot misses off back iron. Rebound Ijoku by Blue Springs. Not a bad look. Just uh, Brennan Watkins trying to do so much here in this yeah. fourth quarter.
2: Yeah, he actually drew Aaron Hoffman's defender that time. That'd have been a good little dump-down pass to Hoffman for an open look. But but you know Brennan's doing a great job getting the ball to the to the paint.
1: Well, here's Ijoku out top. No walk call. Almost travel with the ball as he was trying to pass, and Brennan Watkins cut off the passing lane. Illegal. Illegal. There's an illegal screen on Njoku. Yeah. Good defense there and good help side defense by Aaron Hoffman. You know, Andy, a wise man once told me
2: that that's the reason why those officials are down there and, and we're up here, though.
1: Five on the floor for Carney. Watkins, O'Connor, Hanson, Hoffman, and Ursic. O'Connor on the left block, left wing. Here's a 20-footer by Decker. Hanson oh. rims in and out, tipped back out. Aaron Hoffman gets the ball on the right block, turns over his right shoulder, misses. Oh. Rebound, Blue Springs to Cooper Willich. Nice look there by Aaron Hoffman. Here's Blue Springs tossing the ball up. Watkins burnt on the drive he walked. by number zero Kyle Bruce. Bruce got in the lane, and Aaron Hoffman was waiting there for him, and he walked with it. Nice, uh, Aaron Hoffman in the right place at the right time. I don't think he meant to be there, but uh, worked out. Bruce drove right into him and traveled with it. Two-point game. Wildcats 43, Bulldogs 41. Brennan Watkins now with the point guard duties bringing the ball up. Decker Hansen pops out on the right side. Back over to Ursic, Out top. O'Connor with an open look on the left side. Nice rotation, but uh, he did not draw iron on that three. Here's Blue Springs. There's weak side help. Nice nice job, Aaron Hoffman. Aaron Hoffman fronting the post. Got in the middle of that lob pass. Ball on the floor. Blue Springs comes up with it, and there's going to be a fast break opportunity if he can hold on to it. No, it. he cannot. Number 35 got underneath the basket and threw the ball back to Decker Hansen. Decker with the reach. Get in there. And there Aaron Hoffman off glass. Decker Hansen with the assist. Nice bucket by Hoffman. Again, Hoffman running the floor hard, and is rewarded for his effort. And he made that last
2: defensive play there, rooting the rooting the offensive player out, and there's just no place for the basketball to go when he got
1: that deflection and steal. 1.47 left to go in this game. It's a tie game. Entry pass into Njoku, and he's fouled, I think, by Watkins, raked over the arm. Tie game, 43 all.
2: The defense is reacting better to that lob pass, Andy, this half. We're just, uh, that time there, Brennan got the arm instead of the ball, but they're reacting when the ball's in the air much
1: better the second half. Foul on Watkins. That's his, uh, I believe, his first or second foul there. Njoku shooting free throws. Tie game, One forty-three left to go. Ball's up in the air. Off back iron. Falls into number 35's hands, and it's going to be an alternate possession because Decker Hansen was right there With Eli Wingert to get the alternate possession. And, Troy, you're absolutely right. With 1.41 left to go, a tie-up gives the ball back to to the Bulldogs. Yeah, it doesn't happen often. I hope my wife's still listening. I was right. (laughs) And we're going to have a timeout here. Coach Stegman wants to go over this offensive possession for the Bulldogs. It's going to be a 30-second timeout. Nope, full timeout. We'll take it with them. We We need a breather here with 1.41 left to go. You're listening to the Bulldog Radio
4: Network. Let's go. Basketball players know a lot about airtime, and so does your local Flat Clay Electric Cooperative. PCEC linemen climb electric poles or go up in buckets to repair and replace vital equipment. They spend airtime setting poles and hoisting up power lines and transformers as they build the electrical system. Plat Clay Linemen are dedicated to providing members with safe and reliable power from your local cooperative, Flat Clay Electric Cooperative. Learn more at www.pcec.coop.
1: Well, we were tied about seven minutes ago at 38, and I told you to strap in because this fourth quarter was going to be a wild one. We've got 1.41 left to go on the clock, and we are tied again at 43. Your Carney Bulldogs with the ball, playing the Blue Springs Wildcats. Coach Stegman just took a timeout, had a nice conflab with uh, his other assistant coaches. Let's, let's, see, let's see what he came up with here. Different Ryan. look here, Ryan O'Connor bringing it up. Ryan O'Connor bringing it up, gives off a double screen to. Here's a slip screen by Aaron Hoffman, who's going to give back out to Ryan O'Connor out top. 127 left to go. Plenty of time on the clock. Gives back to Decker Hansen. Hansen being guarded closely by Xavier Lloyd, gives off to O'Connor. Here's a pass back to Watkins. Watkins being guarded out at the top by Cooper Willich. 109 left to go in the game. Watkins over to Decker. Decker back to O'Connor. Bulldogs content to run a little bit of clock here. 59 seconds left to go on the clock. Now back to Watkins. See when they want to start this play here. We may hold this for the last shot. Brennan Watkins gives off to Decker Hansen, a dribble handoff. No double team by Blue Springs. Behind the back dribble by Decker Hansen. Gives back to Watkins. Blue Springs starting to turn up the intensity. 38 seconds left on the clock. Brennan Watkins with the ball, being guarded by Cooper Willich. Gives off to Decker Hansen.
2: got to passes, be. 27 the seconds left
1: to go on the clock. 25. Here's O'Connor with the drive. Gives back to Watkins. Standing on the left ear of the Bulldog. Just at half court. 18 seconds left to go. Almost steal there. Here's Decker Hansen, who's almost fouled. Decker Hansen gets past his man. 11 seconds left to go. And Stegman wants another timeout. 9.3 seconds left to go. Bulldogs used... Up about 48 seconds o'clock there. They thought uh, Decker Hansen might have gotten fouled, but uh, no call on the officials. Another full timeout. Let's, uh, let's go through this uh, from your perspective here. Okay. We'll stick with them. Um, what... Uh, What kind of play do you think you would draw up in this situation? Well,
2: well, first of all, I really like what they did. They they went to go look for an easy play there, had a nice set drawn up, looked at Aaron Hoffman slipping to the basket. If you can get the easy bucket there, you go ahead and get it, take the lead, and go play your defense. That wasn't there. They got it back out. They were able to value the basketball, make good passes, and now, hopefully, worst-case scenario here, we go into overtime. Both teams are in the bonus on the next foul. So I look for something here of them having an option with Brennan Watkins, the ability to penetrate, getting the ball to the middle, and you put it in your best player's hands. And right now this game, and, and it, Brennan Watkins is the best player on the floor for Kearney. So you put it in his hand, you give him the option of, of driving and dishing. And, and I, you just take the last shot here. you got nine seconds here. You get the easiest one you can. But ultimately the ball's got to be in Brennan Watkins' hand here.
1: And I noticed Ashton Holloway checked in for Eli Ersik on that last this last time out. So your five on the floor for the Bulldogs are going to be Holloway, Watkins, Hoffman, Hanson, and O'Connor. So coaches, uh, I think there's probably going to be a jump shot coming. He put uh, put some size in for a potential offensive rebound putback right. for the win. Right. Here's Brennan Watkins in the backcourt with eight seconds left to go. He's going to get a pick out top from Aaron Hoffman. He drives right. Lost the ball. Ball's on the floor. It's going to be a jump ball. Alternate possession to Blue Springs with two seconds left to go on the clock. Blue Springs will get the ball. Uh, I think, I don't know if he got it knocked out of his hands by a Blue Springs defender there, but uh, Brendan Watkins uh, was on his way to the basket for maybe a drive, a shot, or a kickout. Right, yeah, they put the ball in his hand and
2: let him go make a decision. He just lost the handle on it, and he was swarmed there. He had three guys around him, so it was going to be a tough finish anyway, but probably looking to draw the foul there.
1: we got a full timeout here by Blue Springs with two seconds left. We'll take it with them real quick. We'll be back on the Bulldog Radio Network, tied 43-all.
0: Hey folks, Jim Dickerson with Prime Business Group. I've asked this before and now I'll ask it again. Do you have problems sleeping at night because you don't know where you're going to get your marketing materials or promotional items? I don't have that problem because I use printing, shipping, and signs. If I need anything from business cards to banners to signs, anything I need, promotional items, I just give them a call and they take care of the rest for me. I don't even have to worry about shipping because they ship via UPS, FedEx, and the United States Postal Service. If you need anything in the marketing arena or anything to do with banners, signs, or printing services, you can give printing, shipping, and signs a call at 816-532-5010 and get your business noticed.
1: Welcome back to Carney Basketball here on the Bulldog Radio Network. Here's your game reset. Two seconds left to go on the clock tie game 43 all blue springs with the ball inbounds on carney's baseline they've got a whole 94 feet to go with two seconds left to go we're going to see a heave and hopefully a half court catch and a miss on a shot number five xavier lloyd to throw it in throws it into zero kyle bruce gets his shot off way short ashton holloway with the rebound and folks we've got extra time here in carney at the carney bulldog classic We'll take another short break, and we'll be back with four minutes of overtime basketball here in this semifinal matchup between Carney and Blue Springs on the Bulldog Radio Network.
4: If you're a small business owner, the new year is a perfect time to take control of your marketing communications. Hi, everyone. Mike Davis with Mike Davis Creative Services. My step-by-step marketing strategy is designed to build your brand effectively and on budget. 816-584-1025 and don't miss the coupon page on 1027fm.rocks. Mike Davis Creative Services, building your brand one step at a time.
1: Well, good evening, Carney. It's uh, just a little before 8 p.m. on this Thursday night Carney Classic basketball tournament. Semi-final game between your Carney Bulldogs and the Blue Springs Wildcats. And we are all tied at 43 with four minutes of overtime basketball to play. We'll start this overtime just like we started the game in the jump circle with Aaron Hoffman and number 24, Najee Williams. Ball is up. And easily won by Blue Springs. Blue Springs will start off with the ball. You're five on the floor for Carney. Watkins, Ursic, Hoffman, Decker, Hanson, and Ryan O'Connor. Blue Springs with the ball. Javon McKinney on the right wing. Gives up to Eli Winger. Luckily, nobody in foul trouble here for the Bulldogs. We need to worry about We can still play solid, aggressive defense. Yeah. Four-minute four overtime goes pretty quick. Here's a drive by number 23, Javon McKinney. Misses short off glass. Ball tipped around and falls into Ryan O'Connor's hands. The Bulldogs with the defensive rebound.
2: Nice block out there on a short shot. Been asking for it all game, and it happened.
1: Here's Eli Ersik on the right block. A pick by Aaron Hoffman. Open on the pick and roll, but he missed him. Over to Watkins on the left block. But Watkins That's dribble drive.
2: Now we're shooting free throws.
1: Dribble drive to the left, and Watkins is fouled by Kyle Bruce. That's going to be the seventh team foul on Blue Springs, and we will be shooting a one-on-one. Brennan Watkins at the line. Subs in for the Wildcats, number 22, Akena Izogu, and number 10, Cooper Willich, into the game.
2: These free throws are going to be key down the stretch here, Andy. Both teams in the one and one The officials will call the hand checks, and, and that's what Brennan got on that. Both teams looking to
1: drive. 3.13 left to go in the overtime. Brennan Watkins, three dribbles, shot up, and pure swish. That's now 18 on the night for Watkins. Brennan, Watkins with the bonus here. Brennan's the
2: guy we do one on the line. Yeah, good he's free throw uh, shooter.
1: about a 93% free throw shooter on the season. Second free throw up, off, and good. Now 19 for Watkins. Scored 22, excuse me, 21 points in the game against uh, De La Salle. Blue Springs with the ball moving left to right as we view the court. Here's a drive on the baseline and a kick out back to Kyle Bruce for a three wow. and it rattles in. That's a three for Kyle Bruce. Wildcats take a one-point lead, 46-45. That was a good uh, good kick out there by yep. Blue Springs. Set up by the dribble penetration. Bulldogs with the ball. Ryan O'Connor out top. Bulldogs running their offense. Brennan Watkins dribble drive. They're trying to slip this. Brennan Watkins spins, but is cut off by Cooper Willich. Good defense there. Eli Ersick. All the way over into the left block with the ball. Back around. Over to the right side. Brennan Watkins wants to drive. Gives off to Eli Ursic, Back to Decker Hansen. Over to Connor in the corner. He gets a look. Misses on the right-handed baseline layup. That ball went down and came back out. Blue Springs with the rebound and a one-point lead with 2.11 left to go in overtime.
2: Really good take there by O'Connor. Aggressive
1: when added. I really thought that was going to happen. Kyle Bruce being guarded closely by Brennan Watkins. Gives off to number five, Xavier Lloyd. And uh, Coach Jones from Blue Springs wants a timeout with 201 left to go in overtime. 30-second timeout. First Missouri Bank is your local community bank. We listen, solve problems and take the time to help you find ways to make the most of your money. We're passionate about helping people create a brighter financial future. First Missouri Bank, Kearney, Brookfield, North Kansas City, Eagleville, and now in Milan. Member FDIC. These teams have played hard for a full game and now two minutes into overtime. We've had uh, a couple of buckets scored, two, point free, two free throws by Carney and a three-pointer by Blue Springs, so a one-point advantage for Blue Springs, 46-45. Blue Springs will inbounds on the sideline. Xavier Lloyd to throw it in. Gets it into the backcourt to Cooper Willich. Cooper Willich being guarded by Ryan O'Connor. Dribbles out top, just left of the Bulldog chin. At half court, good defense there by Brennan Watkins, almost forced an over and back by Kyle Bruce, but uh, no call. I don't think the official was in a very good place to call it. Brennan Watkins uh, reaching over the back and uh, is going to be called for a reach-in foul on Kyle Bruce, and Kyle Bruce is going to shoot one-on-one.
2: Kyle Bruce, just a freshman, but don't know how many pressure situations he's been in this year at the free throw
1: line. We're going to find out how he handles this. It's Watkins' third foul. Here's the free throw, and it's a pure swish by Kyle Bruce. I think he handled it all right. Yeah, so far so good for them. Second free throw. Spins it in his hands. Dribbles once. Free throw is up. Rims out, but a put back by number 24, Ikenna Izogu, in the right place at the right time. That was a three-point play out of a one-and-one free throw opportunity. Four-point lead for the Blue Springs Wildcats with a minute 32 left to go. Plenty of time. Just got to get a good look here. Forget about that play. We'll worry about that
2: on the the film at practice next time.
1: Here's Brennan Watkins right wing. Going to get a pick from Aaron Hoffman. Watkins gives off to Hoffman at the top of the key. Hoffman wants to drive. Gets his man up in the air. Takes a shot. Misses the shot, but he's fouled on the arm by Njoku. Izogu, excuse me. And Aaron Hoffman's going to shoot two free throws. You know, somebody needs to step
2: up and Aaron Hoffman got the basketball and he was not going to be denied. Went really strong at the rim with two hands. That was a great
1: take that's definitely a good senior move there first free throw for Aaron Hoffman misses off the back bridge of the of the rim and for the Wildcats a little offense defense for offense here number 35 Eli Winger number 23 Javon McKinney into the game Aaron Hoffman's second free throw, dribbles three times, spins the ball in his hand, shot up, and pure swish for Aaron Hoffman. That's five points on the night for Hoffman. It's a three-point game with 1.14 left to go. Blue Springs with the lead. No reason to foul yet. That was almost a travel. He's got to be solid here for the first few seconds. Blue Springs probably going to try and run a little bit of clock here. They're going to pass the ball back and forth between Cooper Willich and Kyle Bruce. Bruce being guarded here. Almost a double team there by Ryan O'Connor. O'Connor playing hard defense, and now they're going to elect a foul Cooper Willich, Ryan O'Connor with the foul on Cooper Willich with 54 seconds left to go in the game. Three-point game. 54.1 seconds left. Free throws missed, but an offensive rebound by Najee Williams for Blue Springs, and unfortunately that did not work out. Here's another foul out top. Jordan Carr is going to foul Xavier Lloyd with 49-point seconds left. Still 46-49, one possession game here in Kearney. 49.1 one seconds left to go. It's going to be the 10th foul on the Bulldogs, so now the uh, Wildcats are in the double bonus. They'll be shooting two free throws now each foul. First free throw is up, and good. Ashton Holloway now in the game. He's going to replace Eli Ursic. Yeah, they got to get him yeah. under
2: the basket. We need to get a yeah, defensive rebound s- here on the miss. Jordan,
1: Jordan Carr was down there on the low block on the free throw line, and uh, Ashton Holloway replaced him there. Good thinking. Second free throw here for... Xavier Lloyd, and it's good. Now a five-point lead for Blue Springs, 49 seconds left. Don't need a three here. Just get a quick bucket and full court pressure. Got to attack. Quick bucket. Here's Decker Hansen out top, dribble drive. He's going to dish over to the right side of Brennan Watkins. Short air ball off Blue Springs. Carney will get the ball, 35.7 seconds left. That shot uh, just a little hurried there by Brennan, um, and it came up short. Yeah. Bulldogs with the ball, inbounds on the baseline. Decker Hansen out top to Brennan Watkins. Back to Decker Hansen. Oh, lost That's the handled. handle, but he dribbles, jab, jab step, and shoots a three and hits it. That's a three by Decker Hansen in the left corner, and it's a two-point game with 30 seconds left. Kirk Stegman calls a full timeout, and we'll stay here with him. Big basket
2: there, putting in a um, Carney subbing in, looking like we're going to try to... If I had to guess, Andy here, I, I would say we're going to try to trap early here in the back court. We're going to trap early, try to get a steal, get a deflection, uh, some kind of turnover, and then you know, once that happens, they make a couple passes, get a beat, we got a foul right away, obviously. But we're going to try to get get a get a steal without fouling. I think here, drawing up some sort of, of trapping in the in the back court.
1: Yep. Bulldogs will uh, employ full court pressure here, try and create a turnover. Or a steal. Two-point game, 49-51. Blue
2: Springs Wildcats up by two. We talked about this earlier. Blue Springs, they have a pretty young lineup, so this is a a learning moment (laughs) for that team as well. Good tester. Good early tester for
1: for Blue Springs. Their coach on one knee. Coach Jones talking to his guys, letting them know what the plan is. They're five on the floor for Carney. Watkins, Carr, Gentry, Hansen and Hoffman. Gonna have Watkins, Carr, and Decker Hansen playing defense. Full court here. Blue Springs attempting to get the ball in. They get the ball in. The number There's zero. The trap. Ah. Yep, they got the ball out to number 10, Cooper Willich. And a wide open look for number 23 is off-glass and good. Javon McKenney. Two two points for both for the Wildcats. Now four-point lead, 15 seconds left. Bulldogs have to get a shot up quick here. Watkins with a spin, a drive, a scoop, a shot off back glass. It's going to be out off of Blue Springs with 7.9 seconds left to go. Four point game. Bulldogs uh, need to make a need to make a nice play here. The problem is, uh, Andy, we're out of timeouts. Clock's going to continue to run. Here's Drew Gentry in the right block. Step, step back three. It's blocked by number 23, Javon McKenney and that's going to do it, folks. Now we're going to have a foul here before the clock runs out foul uh, with 1.2 seconds left on the clock. A four point lead for the Blue Springs Wildcats. That's going to be on Brennan Watkins who's going to finish the night with 19 points and four fouls. Kyle Bruce shooting free throws here with 1.2 seconds left. First one rims out. Unfortunately for the Bulldogs, they fought as hard as they possibly could but just could not get a shot up in the last second in regulation. Second free throw is good. Aaron Hoffman inbounds the ball. Decker Hansen from half court. Off the back of the backboard, and that's going to be your final. Blue Springs is going to walk away with a semifinal win here, 54-49 to over the Bulldogs. We'll be back with the first Missouri Bank postgame wrap-up on the Bulldog Radio Network.
4: What's that? Your streaming video is buffering again? Well, my friend, let me tell you how to beat the buffer. KC Coyote offers speeds of up to 55 megs per second, so that means no more buffering. And if you have a problem, their support staff is right here in the area. So now you can watch your favorite movie without interruptions. The website is kccoyote.com, and the phone number is 816-866-3028. So settle in with your popcorn. You're streaming with KC Coyote. Basketball players know a lot about airtime. And so does your local Flat Clay Electric Cooperative. PCEC linemen climb electric poles or go up in buckets to repair and replace vital equipment. They spend airtime setting poles and hoisting up power lines and transformers as they build the electrical system. Flat Clay Linemen are dedicated to providing members with safe and reliable power from your local reliable power from your local cooperative. Flat Clay Electric Cooperative. Learn more at www.bcec.coop
1: We all have plans and dreams. That's where community banks come in. They give little guys like you and me the chance to make our dreams come true.
2: Dreams like the perfect home in a nice neighborhood.
4: A once-in-a-lifetime vacation.
2: College for my kids.
1: A comfortable retirement. You work hard to make your money and to make it into even more money. We understand we're First Missouri Bank, and we are your local community bank. We listen, solve problems, and take the time to help you find ways to make the most of your money. We're passionate about helping people create a brighter financial future. First Missouri Bank, Kearney, Brookfield, North Kansas City, Eagleville, and now in Miley member FDIC. Hey,
0: folks, Jim Dickerson with Prime Business Group. I've asked this before, and now I'll ask it again. Do you have problems sleeping at night because you don't know where you're going to get your marketing materials or promotional items? I don't have that problem because I use printing, shipping, and signs. If I need anything from business cards to banners to signs, anything I need, promotional items, I just give them a call, and they take care of the rest for me. I don't even have to worry about shipping because they ship via UPS, FedEx, and the United States Postal Service. If you need anything in the marketing arena or anything to do with banners, signs, or printing services, you can give printing, shipping, and signs a call at 816-532-5010 and get your business noticed.
4: If you're a small business owner, you could be missing out on additional revenue if you're not marketing your business effectively. Hey everyone, Mike Davis with Mike Davis Creative Services. When it comes to marketing communications, it's easy to overlook important aspects of your brand messaging when you're absorbed in the day-to-day operation of your own business. From a simple brochure to a fully integrated marketing campaign, We use a step-by-step approach that builds your brand messaging gradually and won't burn up your annual marketing budget on the first month. You can learn more by calling me at 816-584-1025 and by visiting the online coupon page on 1027fm.rocks. Mike Davis Creative Services, building your brand one step at a time. ground troops. We need you to create diversion for the Imperials. Get him! Get him! I'm trying, man. Flank him. Help me out. These guys are intense. Hey, what happened? The screen
3: froze. Wait. Here we go.
4: Oh no! We lost! kc coyote offers speeds up to 55 megs per second with triple redundancy to keep you in the game and if you ever have a problem their support staff is right here in the area high speed wireless internet is here the website is kccoyote.com The phone number is 816-866-3028 so prepare for battle gamers because it's on with kc coyote
2: This is Jamie Watson, Executive Director of the Kearney Chamber of Commerce, and here's what's happening in Kearney.
3: Good afternoon, Carney. This is Jason Peard with Edward Jones, and welcome to the Financial Focus. And welcome to the Kearney Business Spotlight.
4: I'm your host, Mike Davis, and my co-host, Jim Dickerson, is to my right.
5: Welcome to Westbrook Calling. This is Martha Armstrong.
1: Jeremy Rock here, your host for the next hour, bringing you more of the songs and stories that you won't hear everywhere else on The Lost Jim Show.
4: Thanks for tuning in today to the heart and soul of rock and roll. I'm Zach, your host on this musical road trip. Hi there, John Christopher here, your congenial host on Neon Oldies.
3: This is Brian Watts with the K-Town Morning Zone and General Manager of 102.7 KPGZ. You know, we are your community radio station, and people just like you are getting involved with the station. You too can be part of the KPGZ family by volunteering for 102.7. We have room for community-minded people just like you who want to have a voice on the radio or behind the scenes. We need people to do social media, on-air voicing, host new talk or music shows, or behind-the-scenes work like board operations. If you're interested in volunteering for the radio station, we want to hear from you. You can go to our website at 1027fm.rocks, click on the contact page, and send me a message so we can get your show ideas on the air today.
4: KPGZ Carney, Missouri. We're 102.7, your community radio station. What a battle for the Carney Bulldogs.
0: Let's recap the action with the first Missouri Bank postgame wrap-up. Now back to the press box with Andy Martins and Dan Herman on the Bulldog Radio
3: Network.
1: Welcome back to the first Missouri Bank postgame wrap-up show. I am Andy Martins here with uh, Troy Wrestler and producer engineer Brian Watts as the Carney Bulldogs come up just short fall to the blue springs wildcats 54 to 49 and troy we talked at halftime about what carney had to do was react quicker to uh to the post moves and the post passes uh with their help defense be good with 50 50 balls and continue to find the hot hand and i think they did two out of the three of those right and the hot hand just kind of ran out Wasn't on them. there they, they couldn't find it tonight.
2: exactly right andy we didn't talk about that off air actually but I, I could not have said that any better we we did uh, you know, Brennan, Walk, uh, Brennan Watkins was hot the entire first half, and Brennan kept going and kept grinding, and, and um, shots just didn't fall. And it wasn't because of a lack of effort. They played hard the entire game. I know Coach Stegman and, and his assistants very well, and I, I bet they're praising them on how hard they played. The guys gave effort. Think about what Ryan O'Connor did in the first half there, and he didn't do it alone, but he was the, really the spark that got him going, the energy, and uh, as long as the kids play hard as a coach, that's really all you can ask for. You can't control necessarily uh, the shot going in or not. And it just We got cold in the second half, and – and was still in the ball game at the end because of the the way we did guard in the second half.
1: Yeah, and unfortunately they weren't able to get a shot up on that final possession in in regulation to possibly get a tip out or a, an easy offensive putback. Um, but you're right; those aren't the things that uh, the coaches are gonna are gonna focus on. They're gonna they're gonna focus on the effort, the intensity, and going forward. Uh, these type of games are gonna pay off for the Bulldogs later in the season.
2: Absolutely, yeah. You're playing. You're playing a bigger school, which we do that on the girls' side as well. You got. You got to play the schools like that because when you get in the conference play, you're going to be tested there. And, and for district purposes, that's when the season really matters. When it's one and done, and these games, you just become battle tested, and, and, and nothing's going to surprise you uh, when you get in the district play against the same size schools uh, that you should be competing against.
1: So right now, warming up for the uh, eight o'clock game. We've got uh, Southeast High School and the North Kansas City Hornets, and uh, they the winner of this game will play Blue Springs in the championship game at 8 p.m. on Friday. Carney will play the loser of this game at 5 p.m. on Friday. So we're going to have a doubleheader of Carney Bulldog basketball starting at 5 p.m. on Friday night. You'll have the boys, like I said, playing Blue Springs, and then at 6.30 you'll have the Kearney Lady Dogs that will be playing Chillicothe for the championship in the girls bracket. So all in all, a productive tournament for the Bulldogs. They still have one more game to play. They'll they'll play hard again on Friday, and uh, they'll be ready to come out and uh, and compete with whoever whoever comes up, whoever shows up on the court to face them. And uh, I know Coach Segman and all the coaches will do their best to uh, have the boys ready.
2: Yeah, they'll be ready to play, and you got to look at it. There's no excuse in the game. You can have results or excuses, but not both. And and the fact is, um, you know, we're missing some pieces. The boys are missing some pieces to their team, and and you just gotta you gotta reflect on the positive of this, where they're having to play. Guys are having to to, to expand their role on the team. And so when you do get these guys back uh, for conference play and the remainder of the season and heading into districts, now these guys that that had these different roles and maybe got minutes that uh, they wouldn't have got it throughout the year. Now they're ready. When you put them in a game, they've been there.
1: Absolutely. So they're ready to go. Absolutely. And these Bulldogs will be completely and 100% healthy at some point during the season. I have to believe that's going to happen it's at some happen. point in the season. And when they do that and they gel together uh, with all the pieces, um, they're going to be in the hunt for uh, the conference um at some point in the season i I talked to coach stegman earlier today also about that he said uh if uh if they get a couple of of key wins in conference play they they still will be first in their division in the conference going into uh postseason play and so he's looking forward to that challenge and uh looking forward to being able to to take his team to uh to some success later on this season
2: yeah it's as a coach you just keep building you 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 show the negative and you try to teach on it and coach on it and correct that and then you build on the positive positive. and there's a lot of positive going on here you, you know you can't get caught up necessarily and we won or lost yes that's the ultimate goal but if you learn throughout the process and you're playing your best basketball
1: at the end of the season that's that's truly what you want from from your team all right so once again Bulldogs fall to Blue Springs by a score of 54 to 49 here in the second round semifinals of the Carney Classic they'll play for third place at 5 p.m. on Friday, right here in the Fieldhouse. Following that game will be the girls' championship. Carney girls against Chillicothe. What's the mascot for Chillicothe? I'm the not. Hornets. The Hornets. Chillicothe Hornets. Alright. Yes. So, hopefully no stings for the Bulldogs uh, from the Hornets on Friday night on the girls' side. Sure hope Now We're looking to
2: uh, win this thing for the second year in a row. And 10-1 uh, on the season right now is our record. Not that this matters, but we are currently ranked third in the state. So we're just looking to one game at a time, keep building on that. we got another tough opponent, and that's why we want uh, to continue our season as well. So it'll, it'll be a fun atmosphere and looking forward to competing against uh, Chillicothe, a very good Chillicothe team on tomorrow.
1: Well, I'm, I'm glad I didn't have to toot your own horn. I'm no, glad no, you tooted horn I was, I I was waiting for us. you,
2: but I thought, well, it's not going to happen. So <laughs> better we are But, hey, enough about me. Let's talk about me.
1: We are certainly very proud of how the girls have played and uh, and their record and, uh, more importantly, how they're representing Kearney High School. So right now we're going to have a short post-game interview with Coach Stegman. Coach Stegeman graciously um, uh, agreed to come up and chat with us after he was able to talk to his team. And we'll get Coach Stegeman set up here as we uh, want to recap this second-round semifinal game. I'm going to get him over here. All right, get him over here, Troy.
2: Stegs, we're about out of time. Let's go.
1: Always, always the, uh, the social butterfly, Coach Kirk Stegman, yes. uh, talking to a, a buddy over here. Um, Form,
2: former basketball coach uh, David Garrison, who's got his ear right now.
1: Former basketball coach David Garrison had your ear there for a second, but uh, <laughs> glad we got you here, Coach Stegman. Um, Troy and I were just discussing how um, you were probably praising the boys for the absolute all-out effort they gave tonight. Yep. Yep. Shorthanded, handed uh, undersized against a bigger class school. They played hard. They fought hard. Um, the shots just didn't fall when you absolutely needed them to, yeah. and um, there is no no fault there in the mm-hmm. effort.
5: Yeah, I thought the kids played hard throughout the game. Um, you know, in the first half we had some opportunities to to ex- extend the lead, and you know, we were up seven. I thought we could have been up, you know, double figures. Um, we knocked a couple of those shots down, but the third quarter was really disappointing. Um, I think we gave up 21 points, and you know. Uh, that, that's a killer. And then we come back in the fourth quarter and, and only score five points. So I think the, co- the kids kind of ran out of juice. But uh, like I said, like you guys said too, the effort was there. And I'm, I'm really proud of the kids. I told them that. But, you know, we're at the point in our season where we can't have moral victories anymore. And we got to continue to fight and get over the hump here. And, and, you know, I believe in this group. I believe in these kids. So it's just something we, we got to continue to work. You know, the free throw box outs are a killer. And and uh, you know missed layups and free throws and things like that. But you know these kids are getting varsity experience now, and and I I, I have faith we're going to be there by the end of the year. So
1: I was also telling Troy, I got to believe at some point in the season. This entire team is going to be 100 percent healthy for you, and you're going to be able to put all those pieces together, yeah. and you're going to have the options at the end of the game that you need to have. Not that you didn't have them tonight; yeah, they were for there sure,
5: for sure. We just didn't get the opportunities tonight. Well, I told them too, in the you know, in the locker room, you know, for how poorly we played in the third and fourth quarter at times. Um, we we had a, the we had the ball last uh, possession of the game, and you know, we got to get a shot off there, and you know, be a little tougher there. But overall, like I said, I'm really proud of the kids' effort, and you know. At, at, at some point, we're going to be healthy, so I'm excited about that. Hey,
2: Coach. Well, well let me ask you one thing here. Uh for a while there, they were getting to the paint on you, and how much of an emphasis was that on that? Because once you guys, to me, kept them out of the paint, and they weren't able to throw it over the top, you had to talk about, I'm sure, at halftime in the adjustments, because you look much better in the second half to me, them entering the ball to the post. It looked like you guys probably made some adjustments on that.
5: It's just something that we talk about, you know, making sure our defense is set and being in the correct spots. You know, we we have our shell principles, and when you're two passes away, we got to eliminate, you know, uh, those throws over the top. Um, I think our offense hurt us a little bit in the third quarter with our defense you know we were taking some quick shots we turned the ball over and when that happens you know you don't you tend to not get your defense set and I thought in the fourth quarter and even in the overtime when our defense was set we're rock solid but you know when when you give up free throw box outs when you you know when you turn the ball over when you take quick shots it's going to affect your defense in a negative way.
1: Yeah I thought I thought the 50-50 balls um were tough tonight uh against bigger bigger kids um you had just as many guys on the floor and fighting for fighting for uh, every loose ball that you could. So once again, yeah, the effort was definitely there. Mm-hmm. Just the uh, the opportunities at the end did not uh, did not materialize. So yeah. good good job tonight. Um, we'll regroup. We'll be back here t- tomorrow. Yes, sir. 5 p.m. Third place game. We're gonna it is in this gym. So we yes. got a doubleheader tomorrow. <laughs> Regardless, cool. we were gonna have a doubleheader. Awesome. So unfortunately, you guys are gonna play before the girls. But you yep. know what? We'll we'll, uh, we'll let the girls have uh, have one tomorrow night. What well, you, you know, they,
5: Coach Russell's done a fantastic job this season, and I believe they're 10-1 right now, and they're going to face a tough Chillicothe. Oh, oh, we heard that earlier. <laughs> well, they're going to face a tough Chillicothe team, and I know Coach Russell's going to have the girls ready and just a continued su- success throughout the season. You know, um, I communicate and talk with him all the time, and he really helps me out with his experience and his knowledge, and I believe he's almost 100 games over 500 in his career now. So, Beep, beep. Um, I, I got a lot of knowledge, um, you know.
2: I'm going to owe him a lot of money <laughs> when we get down to this. But.
5: No, I, I just really value, you know, things that I get to talk to him about, and I wish him nothing but the best in, um, you know, the tournament and conference and district play. So That, All right, well,
2: that goes both ways. Coach, yeah. I've tooted his horn too the other night, but I'll do it again. <laughs> uh, he does a great job. And uh, we work well together, so yeah. this is this is a good partnership we got here at Carney. All right.
1: Well, Carney, we'll come back tonight and see two Kearney strong teams playing uh, in the Carney Classic in this uh, final round of the Carney Classic. So, thanks, Coach Stegman, for your time. Have a good evening. Hope yes. you get some rest tonight. Thank you, thank you. And uh, we'll see you back here tomorrow at five p.m. It sounds good. Thank you for all that you do. And yeah. go dogs. Good luck. All right. Thanks once again for joining in. And. Uh, to our broadcast here on the bulldog radio network we'll sign off now and uh be back tomorrow about 4:40 for the third place game between carney and uh the uh the loser of the game that's about ready to start between south e- or excuse me uh north kansas city and southeast this has been a broadcast of the bulldog radio network on 102.7 kpgz thanks for listening
0: This broadcast of Kearney High School Sports has been a production of the Bulldog Radio Network and 102.7 FM KPGZ in cooperation with the Carney, Missouri School District. A special thank you goes out to District Superintendent Dr. Bill Nicely, Kearney High School Principal David Schwarzenbach, Activities Director Eric Marshall, the Kearney School District coaching staff, parents and students, and the underwriters that make this broadcast possible. On behalf of the 102.7 FM Board of Directors, staff, and volunteers, thank you for tuning in to this broadcast of the Bulldog Radio Network on 102.7 KPGZ. Have a great evening.